Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. Oh, well, finally. It's been a while since you were on my couch sighing harumph, Mr. Reg. Hmm. I see your side eye, and I refuse to acknowledge its power. Now, what's the matter? I don't want to talk about it. Are you sure? Because you just stormed into my home, slammed the front door so hard the walls shook, then half-fainted, positioning yourself dramatically across my couch while audibly groaning and growling. Are you sure you don't have something to get off your chest? Uh, this puny thing? My spineless chest? It's got nothing for you or anyone else for that matter. Well, I I mean, it was that was just a figure of speech. (laughs) You don't really have to get anything off your chest if you don't want to. Oh, but if I hold it in, I might explode. Oh, wow. You're doing a bunch of emotional loop-de-loops today, huh, buddy? What gave it away? Well, let's start with the harumph. Mm, why do you keep doing that? I don't even say it that way. Would you like to know what's the matter? No one understands me. That's what. Oh, Reg, I understand you. You think you do, but you really don't, Jonathan. You put in a valiant effort, mate, but really, I'm just a loser. Reginald, where is all of this coming from? Oh, you really want to know? Yes, I really want to know. (sighs) Even if my story is conceited or boring or both conceited and boring? Yes, please tell me. Okay. Well, you know that ferret who moved in down the lane? Oh, yeah. Uh, What was his name? Francois? Uh, Correct. Francois the French ferret. Oui. He's, uh, c'est magnifique. Yes, I know. We all know Francois is great. And? And that's the issue, Jonathan. Keep up. But why is friendly Francois a problem? Well, he's so sleek. He's got all that fine, soft fur and that winsome smile. I just don't like him. There's got to be something wrong with him. But, Reg, why would you judge Francois based on his looks? Because I... Well, you you see, I... And because of that... uh, Well, he's just terrible, and I know it. That's all. You know, you're... Quills are standing on end. Oh, (laughs) quit changing the subject. You know, you're getting really worked up about Francois the French Ferret. So, he's a jerk, is he? Well, he did swim to save the Toddle Hops. You know, that frog family whose tadpoles went floating down river? Oh, right. All I know about Francois is that he's a pretty nice critter. Not in my eyes. I simply don't trust him. 
Hmm. What? Are you judging me too? Now who's judging you, Reg? Oh, I don't know, Jonathan. Everyone! I am not some grinning, soft French ferret. <sighs> Mr. Reg, may I tell you a story? Now? Seems to be the right time. Okay, fine, but get on with it. I still have more harumphs to mutter. I think you need to hear this. Harumph. I'll take that as a yes. Here goes. Once upon a time, there lived a beautiful peacock. Ugh, popular. Probably mean. Uh, oh, hold on, buddy. Let me get to it. Fine. Harumph. I'm only one sentence in. Well, I didn't like it. Maybe that's my point. How so? If you can stay open to hearing the story and getting a new outlook on things, you may not have this problem anymore. Well, all right then, get to it. I'm still in a foul mood, and all this waiting isn't helping. Just listen to this part. The peacock was very beautiful. His feathers were dazzling turquoise and purple. They even shimmered a little, like sequins. And he always ran along the forest floor, showcasing his plumes to all the creatures, seeking his peahen mate. Female peacocks are called peahens. Yep. And they're a lot less brightly colored than their male counterparts. Peahen feathers are in earth tones. Oh, I never knew. I thought all peafowl have glorious feathers that they love to brag about. Au contraire, mon frère. On the contrary, my friend. Peafowl can't really help what they look like any better than you or I. When creatures are mean, it has less to do with their outward appearances and more to do with their character. So what about this peacock in the story, hmm? Well... Even though this peacock was just trying to meet his mate, he was also pretty boastful about his looks. Ah, <laughs> I told you so. <sighs> yes, in this case, you were right. Why do you have to say, in this case? Just say I was right. Harumph. This is exactly my story's point, Reg. But I was right. Now, Reg, don't go back to sulking. I'm trying to tell you the story because I think it ties in with your feelings about Francois the French Ferret. Oh, fine. I'll listen. Thank you. Now, where was I? The overconfident peacock. Oh, yes. The peacock was well beyond self-assured. When he came across a crane at the local pond's edge, he immediately judged her. Rude. Oh, but Reg, you were also just... Oh, never mind. We'll get there. Eventually. The peacock strutted up to introduce himself to the crane. <clears throat> Hello, crane, he announced. I haven't seen you around this pond before. Are you new? He asked. Oh, no. I actually grew up a few ponds away. But I visited here often. Today I'm just stopping by, she replied as the peacock looked her up and down suspiciously. I'm looking for a mate, said the peacock. Though it's been tough, 
she's got to be very beautiful to be with me. <laughs> he clucked, admiring his own reflection in the pond water. Oh, yes, replied the crane. You are very stunning. But have you given it any thought to finding a mate with similar interests? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> the peacock had never given that a single thought. Makes sense. So the crane replied, Well, that's actually why I'm here today. I had trouble finding my mate at the ponds I typically visit, so I decided to stop by and see if there were any creatures like me at this pond. I always loved it here as a fledgling. Pshuh. The peacock scoffed. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, it's a sound one makes when they're disgusted or disapproving of something. Oh, yes, I, I make that sound all the time. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of surprised you haven't scoffed at this story yet. Well, I can start. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> that's okay. Uh, let's just stick to, uh, harumphs. Harumph. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, the peacock scoffed when the crane mentioned seeking a mate with similar interests. You don't need to talk to your mate. Just attract them with your good looks, like me. <laughs> Though I doubt anyone, especially another crane, would ever be excited to see you. The crane looked at her reflection in the pond. Me? Well, why not? She replied. And the peacock said, Well, first of all, your plumage is just so blasé. You can't even compare to one of my tail feathers. I'm sorry to say it, but you look boring, and I do not. So, replied the crane, Wow, she's really not getting it, is she? I have a feeling the crane gets it even more than you, Reg. How so? Well, see, Miss Crane wasn't seeking a mate for their looks. She wanted a connection. So she replied, I understand where you're coming from, Peacock, but you must be missing my point. It's not my plumage that will attract my mate. It's not. The Peacock sneered. Your feathers look too simple and grimy from the pond while mine wrap me in a gorgeous technicolor rainbow, he said proudly, but the crane was not convinced. Yes, you are very beautiful, but I don't envy you at all. What? The peacock scoffed again and said, What? Don't lie. <laughs> of course you envy me. No, I really don't. I may not have brightly colored feathers, but I do get to fly around the world. I stay open to what interesting birds and experiences come my way. You stay stuck here strutting around on the ground, connecting with nobody. Fine feathers don't make the bird. Mic drop! And she flew away, leaving the peacock standing there in shock from her words. Wow! Now, do you get what I'm trying to teach with this story, Reg? That peacocks are mean? Well, not exactly. The moral of the story is a little deeper than that.
Can you see past the surface meaning of this tale? Hmm. Oh, I get it. Because seeing past the surface is the lesson. Now you understand. Sometimes we can get so caught up by what's on the surface. That can mean we tell ourselves that our value is only skin deep. Or we can be too quick to cast judgments on others before we get to know them. We should make sure we're thoughtful and kind. Hmm. Do you see how this lesson might be applied to your feelings about Francois? Um, maybe. Do you really think Francois is mean? I haven't seen him act that way. Come to think of it, nor have I. Hmm? Maybe my discomfort about him is more related to how I feel about myself? Could be. When you feel uncomfortable or angry around someone, and they haven't done anything hurtful to you or others, it could be that you're feeling insecure about yourself. And I doubt you have reason to be insecure. You're right, mate. I am spectacular. Even if I'm covered in quills and not soft fur. And that's just it. Your differences make you extra special, Reg. I think you just got a little clouded by a few too quick judgments about our new neighbor. It happens to the best of us. Huh. And I do think I'm the best. Which doesn't mean others can't also be the best. See? There's the Reginald we know and love. Plus, you two may have more in common than you think. You know what? We've never really spoken. Don't judge anyone by their feathers or fur. It's their character that matters. I see that now. Well, I suppose. Rather, I understand that now. I'm going to give him a chance. Hey, you never know. Maybe you and Francois will be fast friends. Do you want to go speak with him now? I've been pretty frowny every time we've encountered one another. Maybe you can introduce me. Oh, sure, buddy. Let's go. Just hold back on the harumphs. Ooh, but what if Francois finds Grumps funny? Hmm, you know what? I hadn't thought of that. You just be you, Reg. I will. Harumph. Let's go. Harumph. Harumph. This has been a John Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Sound Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time. <laughs>